Regenerative Medicine Show. We bring you the best of the best doctors in their niche and in their area. What I'm really excited today about is we're going to be meeting with Dr. Jody Tanner. You can go to livingwelldakota.com, livingwelldakota.com. And today's going to be a little bit different. You're probably wondering, what is Sears? You know, have you heard of Sears? You know, what is that? What does that even mean? Is it a, is it a vitamin? Is it a health and wellness, uh, <laughs> you know, drink? No, it's not. Today, we're going to be talking about what that means. Uh, what that is broken down is chronic inflammatory response syndrome. And so we have Dr. Uh, Jody Tanner here. Thank you so much for being here with, with, with us, Doc. Thanks for having me, Mark. I really appreciate your time. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, when I first heard this, I was it, I was kind of taken back when you sh shared this with me. And I was like, sirs, what the heck is that? And, uh, you know, maybe if you can kind of tell us a little bit about it, but also what this focuses on and helping the body. Okay. So I know, uh, Mark, you had reached out to me. You, you kind of wanted to know a lot about hormones. And one reason that I thought maybe you need to be aware of this and other people who watch your show need to be aware of this is because Sears can affect your hormones. And so if we don't... Um, correct the chronic inflammatory response syndrome will never get your hormones where they need mm. to be. And that's why I think it's important to understand this. So chronic inflammatory response syndrome is a dysfunction of the innate immunity. You're mm. like, whoa, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> the innate immunity is what, when you get some sort of pathogen in your body, it's what actually goes and it attacks it original attack of that pathogen. And then it presents it to the adaptive immunity and the adaptive immunity makes the memory. It makes this, the memory and the antibodies. So when you get exposed again, you can get rid of it. Well, you hear a lot about autoimmunity, but a lot of that is with adaptive immunity. You don't hear a lot about the innate immunity, which is very real. And so if you trigger this inflammatory response syndrome, you can have a multi-symptom, multi-system illness. And those are the people who are just chronically sick and have multiple symptoms, and they just feel chronic fatigue. Um, their hormones are messed up. They have memory issues. They have sinus issues. They just have they're the people that walk through the door and you're like, I don't know how to help this person because they have so many symptoms. Wow. And so those chronic fatiguing people really need to look at that. And so what Sears is, it is caused from a biotoxin illness. What is a biotoxin? A biotoxin is what's released by the pathogen. So the most common cause of a biotoxin illness is from a water damage building. Hmm. So 50% um, of our buildings have actually have some sort of water damage. And if not properly treated and cleaned up, we can actually be sick by what we breathe in the air. Exactly. So we talk about the microbiome in our gut and all about the gut and the good and the bad guys and the bacteria all have to work together. Well, they're good and bad guys in the air we breathe. Okay. And I shouldn't probably call them guys. <laughs> hey, hey, nowadays guys could be anything, so you're yeah. fine. <laughs> so it, it has to have that that ecosystem imbalance, just right. in the air we breathe. And so now we've kind of sealed our homes and we've actually don't have proper ventilation and filtration and we have that damage and we can get an overgrowth of sometimes mold and overgrowth that not only happens from a water damaged building is not only mold that can release a biotoxin, but there's also some bacteria called actinomycetes mm -hmm. and endotoxins that can actually re re release a neurotoxin and can actually cause this mitochondria chronic issue that people will not get better until we, we fix it. And there is treatments for it and you can get better. Um, so there's also other things that can cause a biotoxin type illness. There's one that is Lyme disease, chronic Lyme can release a, a actual biotoxin. And there's also Fisteria and Sectaria and there's other um, biotoxins that can actually be released. But what happens when you have this immune dysfunction, it can cause a lowering of the MSH in your hypothalamus. MSH is, I'm not gonna go into all the details, but it can be a real bugger if your MSH is low. Because what it can do, if your MSH is low, 
you're not going to sleep. I have steers and I did a lot oh. of research in chronic inflammatory response syndrome because I couldn't get well. I learned all these functional medicine principles. I think I'm frozen here. Oh, there I go. There you go. <laughs> I, I learned a lot about the gut and I learned about these things and I could get sort of well, but I was never able to get completely well until I discovered that I had chronic inflammatory response syndrome. And so basically this low MSH in the brain can cause multiple things. It can actually cause insomnia where your melatonin gets so low you can't sleep. It can actually prevent you from forming enough energy or ATP because it kind of paralyzes the mitochondria and they can, um, it's kind of like the brain on ice, not the brain on fire, but the brain on ice because your mitochondria can't produce enough energy. And so you always have this state of, of fatigue where the fatigue can be so dis can be so, dis it can cause so much extreme fatigue that driving your car or thinking just can be exhausting to you. Another thing of that low MSH it can do is it can lower endorphins. So a lot of people who have fibromyalgia might have this and lower endorphins means you, you can't, your pain is not managed. It can also cause um, stuff which can cause capillary hyperperfusion where these innate, these immune dysfunction can cause the capillaries not to flow and bring forth blood as well into it. And so eventually can cause pulmonary hypertension. But one thing it can do is it can drive your testosterone into estrogen and it, it can mess up your um, hormone levels. And so it can put you, when you mess up your hormones, you know how all that feels. It just right. feels, but basically what it does, it just causes this chronic fatiguing type of illness. And until you clean that up and fix that, you will never be able to sleep, get over your chronic fatigue, balance your hormones, clean up your gut, because low MSH, low MSH in your brain causes leaky gut, period. I react to every food there is, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't add more food on and why I couldn't fix my leaky gut. And the reason why is because I have this and I was fixing the wrong thing and I was removing foods and I was trying to take supplements to help it, but my leaky gut was never clearing up because that MSH in my brain wasn't allowing the leaky gut to clear up. But eventually what it does is it can cause gray matter nuclear atrophy where there's a shrinkage in your brain and it can actually cause recent type of memory loss where it's hard to organize your thoughts and it has attention issues. You can't remember what you did just recently. It's hard to just organize all those things together until you start treating it. But in long term, it can eventually cause um, right-sided heart failure from the pulmonary hypertension and can lead to dementia. Wow. How long have you had this? So, so I've had, yeah. So I think that this was something that I had developed a long time and then got into a water damaged building and mm -hmm. didn't know that it was, I was being exposed to. I tested my office and my mold levels were so high in that office that I had to move out. And that's wow. when, and then I started going through the treatments and I started feeling better. So is 80% is caused by water damaged buildings. And if we're not cleaning up the building correctly, so mold. ventilating the building, you're not going to get over it. Uh, but you also still have to go through the treatments because you might remove yourself from that building. But if you have a genetic halotype mm -hmm. that makes you prone to this, it will be very difficult for you to clear it uh, without some help. And so when I started going through the treatments, that's when I started really noticing the recovery in my journey. One thing that it also can do is it can cause um, Marcons to develop in the nose. Marcons is a multiple antibiotic wow. resistant coag negative stack. Whoa, long set, it, but it basically is an infection. It doesn't necessarily cause sinus and all the nasal stuff, but what it can do is it can actually cause um, you to <laughs> further split the MSH in your brain and further cause the fatigue. And we do think that maybe long COVID can be involved with this too, where it triggers this innate immune response. And then this MSH goes lower. And then if you have Marcons in your brain, Marcons in your nose, and we don't clear it up, the MSH goes down, you have more fatigue, you have more brain fog. And it's just as this circle of just, I'm not getting well, I, how can I get well? Um, but there is treatments for it. And so that's why I wanted to reach out to you, Mark, and bring awareness to that. 
Wow. So it's very interesting because a lot of people have never really, at least I have not really heard of this. Now, when you broke it down, it made more sense to me. You know, I don't hear a lot about, you know, um, SIRS, but like when you said, hey, okay, chronic inflammatory response syndrome, what, is there another word that they're also calling that? Or is that basically just the interpretation, the dictionary interpretation? Um, no, doctor. Like, like neuropathy, you know, okay, everybody knows neuropathy. Is there another word that maybe they're starting to use so people know? I think surviving mold is Dr. Shoemaker. He is the MD that has brought this to the light. And it was used to be just from, from mold exposure, but he's realizing that there's other things that can actually cause SARS to trigger it. And so he's really been on the forefront of trying to bring awareness to this. Okay. So if you've heard of mold illnesses, that's probably maybe one term that you maybe have heard out there, but it really isn't just mold wow. that causes it. But Shoemakers actually has brought forth a lot more research to validate his findings and has shown treatments and how they have worked you know, through his research. And so survivingmold.com, Dr. Shoemaker, um, Andrew Hyman has also done a lot of things. Mm -hmm. He's He also works with um, a lot of doctors training them uh, for A4M. Um, he's a functional doctor, MD. So it's out there, but the main term is chronic inflammatory response. Okay, chronic. Yeah, and it's a different, and, it's, and when you think inflammatory, you're thinking more of hot and red, but they really think this is more like brain on ice because it causes hypometabolism in the brain and in your body where you're just not making enough energy. You're kind of like freezing. <laughs> you're not wow. like full of inflammation. So your inflammatory markers aren't high in this illness. It's really a mitochondria dysfunction where you just are not making enough energy. So what's the good news as in reversing this? The best yeah. way to reverse this? So there is treatments. And that is the key that, first of all, you have to remove the exposure. So if you're currently being exposed to something that could be triggering it, now sometimes it's difficult to know whether or not it's Lyme or whatever you're right. exposed to before. And there's tests that we can do to help figure that out. But 80% um, is from water damage buildings. So a lot of times we just want you to check your environment where we do dust samples to see if there's mm -hmm. any. There's a dust sample we can do, which is a PCR test mm -hmm. for looking for that spore in the dust or looking for that tenomycetes or the endotoxins in the dust. So right. when things get in the air, it settles in the dust and then you can do a PCR test see actually what you're breathing. Mm -hmm. A lot of things like mold has a tendency to drop out of the air too fast. And a lot of people do spore testing where they trap air and try to grab that spore in the air, but a lot of these um, ones that cause disease drop out of the air too quickly and land in the dust. So the dust sampling are actually better tests mm -hmm. to do. And then you can kind of see if maybe you're being exposed to that. But the, that would let you know if your environment that you're in could be involved. But the first test that you would want to do is a visual contrast sensitivity test. Mm -hmm. It's called a visual VCS visual contrast sensitivity test. And you can go on Shoemaker's um, website on survivingmold.com and he has that visual test. Okay. So this visual test allows us to know if you have some sort of neurotoxin, okay? Wow. A neurotoxin or a, neuro, or a neuroinflammation because what happens is in, it was sometime in the 1990s during the Iraq war, I believe. They wanted to know that if these military people were being exposed to some sort of biotoxin. So they created this test, which is a visual test, to see if they had some sort of optic inflammation or neuro. Right. And they were able to do develop this test that allows you to see an edge of a line. And they could tell as your ability to see the edge of the line declines, you're more likely to have some sort of neuroinflammation. Mm -hmm. If you have multi-symptom, multi-system illness, and you have a lot of these symptoms in these categories, and you fill this visual test, it's very, very specific on that you probably have chronic mm -hmm. inflammatory response syndrome. If you have that, then what we have to do is check your immune markers and confirm that you have this. Once you confirm that, then we need to figure out the source by either looking at your environment that could be causing it, maybe looking at your history by Lyme, or maybe you were exposed to some bad lake water, right. something like that, that would have triggered it. 
And then um, we have to remove you from the exposure. But then once we do that, then we go through certain steps to get you better. And the steps resolve, re, are involved is giving you a binder to bind up the biotoxin, removing the marcons in your nose, cleaning wow. up the gut, balancing your hormones, using um, high levels of fish oil and other things to suppress the immune high receptors. Right. And then we use the final step is um, vasoactive intestinal peptide. It's a peptide, which is a small chain of amino acid that have shown to actually re improve and actually can reverse pulmonary hypertension, remove, reverse the brain issue and help elevate and help um, the MSH problem in your brain balance again. And so once you move through those steps, you will definitely notice an improvement. And that was the first thing that I started noticing when I was removed out of that environment. I, cause I had cleaned up my gut, had balanced my hormones, but I just wasn't getting better. But it was when I started actually taking these binders and cleaning up the other things is when I noticed a true improvement in my health. Wow. That's, that's amazing. So how, how long have you been, would you say that it's reversed? It's reverse this, or would you just say that it's a still a struggle or you're not struggling as much? So one thing with, you know, if you can stay out of your environment that causes it, you can definitely reverse it. Okay. But you also have to live life. So there might be a building. If we know 50% of our buildings are have some sort of water damage and we go into a building and we're exposed again, we exactly. can have two or three days of fatigue and it can trigger this immune response again. So you have to restart the binders for a few days, but your recovery is gonna be a lot more quicker. A lot of people who have this illness, they can go into a building and in a short period of time, they know, and they, they don't can have- tell. They can sense it. They can sense it because it might be a headache. It might be this fatigue. For me, my, my muscles start twitching. Wow. <laughs> And, and, and I can know when I go into a certain building and I also get debilitating cramps in my legs. Wow. Um, so that's kind of how I can notice that something in the brain fog just gets really worse. And so I have to retake the binders. And so you kind of have become a friend to the binders in a way. But the main thing is kind of making your work environment and your home environment clean enough for you to stay there safely and know that, you know, you're going to have to always be aware of this. And, and, you know, when you buy a home or, or buy something that you make sure you check it and make sure it's a safe environment for you. Let's talk about these, you said binders, correct? So what, what, what do these binders look like? So binders, um, there's a medication called cholestyramine mm -hmm. that they have used for years to help bind up cholesterol. Um, they, that one's kind of gone out of fashion now that we got all these statins. <laughs> And it, it causes a little bit of gas and bloating, so some people don't like it. But it actually acts like an anion and cation relationship to the biotoxin, and it can actually pull it out. And then you just kind of through your stool and bile um, and eliminate it. And once you do that, and then you can tip, usually we wait until you pass your visual test, then we know you're clearing that, and then we move to the next step. And it might take, you know, to clean up the gut, balance hormones, remove you from the environment. It might take a journey, you know, for several months to a year to try to figure it all out. But once you remove you from the source, you can usually get through the process, um, I would say, in months. Sometimes Marcons can take several months to kind of clean up from mm -hmm. your But um, I know my one child had chronic sinus issues and was he was 18 and was going to need sinus surgery. Wow. When we removed him from that home, he, he didn't need sinus surgery. And it was kind of surprising to the doctor why he didn't need it. Um, so just if you're having like that chronic brain fog and fatigue and you're just not getting over something just remember there's a microbiome in the air you breathe and that is just as important as maintaining that microbiome in your gut so what are the main the main triggers that you're seeing to even maybe think let's say somebody's watching this right now and they're saying well you know i might have sirs what would you say are maybe like the three or the five main things that you're seeing that these symptoms that people that only have SIRS that you 
normally witness? Like, is it going to be more, would you say a lot of brain fog? Would you say maybe uh, pain in the body or is there, or how would that look like? I would say chronic fatigue, definitely. Stabilitating chronic fatigue. Where driving your car thinking can sometimes just be exhausting. Where it's come to a point where you're afraid for your job because of the fatigue. I'm not saying- Wow, I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying you can sort of be reacting and still have sears and not have that debilitating. But the main thing is the chronic fatigue. And the other that people complain about the most is the recent memory. They feel like they're, the brain fog is just like, I got to get it together. <laughs> right, 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 right. They're coaching themselves in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. On, you can they do worry you can because do they're like, I'm not old and I can't get it together. Yeah, and so wow. your tension issues, they even think that a lot of ADD, if these children in these buildings, school buildings that haven't been treated and cleaned up appropriately, the attention issues for children can simply be this and actually making sure the building's safe for these people, for these children could also be involved. So children present a little bit different. They present more of um, that they just have attention issues. Wow. So I would say that would probably be the main thing. And then um, just those fibromyalgia, I know I went to a million doctors and nobody can figure this out. You really should look at this. Fibromyalgia, interesting. Another thing that it can do is it can cause leptin resistance. Mm. This is what I'm excited is because I, you know, just recently discovered this supplement that can actually help leptin. But leptin... If your body, the low MSH basically can't allow you to lose weight because what happens is that the leptin resistance just traps the fat. You can't lose the weight. And no matter what you do, you can't get the weight off. And so this leptin resistance is just causes a significant weight gain. And um, because what happens is when your mitochondria can't, trap this energy this atp energy it goes and it looks for another source it takes the, the glucose and the sugar and it tries to put that into the inner mitochondria and it can't do that so it says like i need energy so it tries and trap it and get it from fat but it can't get it out of the fat because of the leptin resistance so it actually goes to protein so a lot of these people have um try to go on low carb diets mm -hmm. And they do very, very poorly because their only energy source is really um, basically protein. Wow. And they get a little bit off the sugar. And so when they go on low-carb diets, they actually feel worse because what happens, you might have a good day because you can go to your liver and get your glycogen stores to burn energy. And once that's all burned up, it takes two days to build it back up. You might have a good day and then a bad day and then a good day and then a bad day. Then the fatigue's back. So that's kind of the picture you see a lot with these people. Wow. That's that's amazing. It's it's interesting because you never really think about these things. At least I haven't. Like, to be honest, when I first heard of Sears from you, it was like, okay, was this like a drink? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know, but when you broke it down, I was like, okay, chronic inflammatory response syndrome. That makes sense. So it's interesting how it's a bunch, it's a bunch of little things from what I'm gathering from you, you know? And so, and it's interesting about the mold. And that's an issue that a lot of people don't talk about, mm -hmm. talk a lot about. And mold causes a lot of ailments. I remember um, when I was living in California, we lived on an old military Mm -hmm. housing where they would do like the shooting range and uh, the mm -hmm. lead in the mold by the beach was seeping into and because when the, the lead they would leave the lead out in the up they would leave it out in the barracks mm -hmm. and they would just bury it back then mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. then of course the lead's got to go somewhere right mm -hmm. it's going to seep into the ground go into the water system and then people were getting you know not remembering things getting major headaches bleeding mm -hmm. and um you know that's a good point. What you brought up, Mark, is it can cause actually coagulation issues. So it can actually cause um, your von Willebrand's factor to either be elevated or low. And it can actually cause sometimes people will go in a building get bloody noses. Mm -hmm. um, or it can actually cause the reverse where it can cause coagulation problems yep. or 
protocol clotting. And that's one thing we check your love levels is we check your coagulation factors because you can be at more increased risk of clotting. Yeah, cr crazy. We don't want anybody coagulating now. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no coagulating over here. So if you're coagulating, make sure you call the number on the screen. If you're coagulating, it's okay. I'll, I'll understand the sounds. <laughs> but um, uh, Dr. Jody, I want to say thank you so much for being here on the show. We, it's a, a, a pleasure. And um, is there anything that you would like to last moment leave to the audience um, about maybe coagulating or uh, uh, or serious? <laughs> yeah, I have, I'm just saying, but if you're having a heart attack or something like really serious, you probably should go get some help. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, so, but, but what I'm saying is that if you have lost hope, that you can't get better and you've tried everything and you just have this chronic fatiguing illness that you really need to look at Sears and know that there is help and you need to know about this and bring awareness to this. And also I'm hoping that we can bring accountability to those who build our buildings and fix our buildings that they can't let wood mold and then put that in a new building. Mm -hmm. They have to be careful because it does make us sick and there needs to be accountability for that. And we need to make our buildings safe for us to live in. And we need help to do that too. I can't get you physically well if I don't have people getting our buildings physically well. And that's basically the message you know, I wanted to share. No, awesome. Do you do any consultations on the phone? They do via Zoom. Is this only in-house? No, we can do it on the I, you know, I right now I'm only licensed in Utah, North Dakota, but you can actually go on Shoemaker site too. Um, and sometimes you could you can look on there to find clinicians who maybe are certified in Sears. Um, but you definitely need to seek this out if you're having those symptoms. But I do telemedicine and I do person appointments here. So awesome. So everyone remember you're gonna to want to go to livingwelldakota.com, livingwelldakota.com. Um, so here's the thing. Um, Dr. Jody is in North Dakota and is lo uh, located across the street from Dan's supermarket near Lowe's. All right, <laughs> I sound like an infomercial. Remember, if you're coagulating, <laughs> give uh, Dr. Jody a call. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. All right. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it.